word of God from Romans chapter 4. What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. These are your words, Holy Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We use words to communicate with each other. Most importantly, God uses words to communicate to us. And we use words to speak about God, to learn about God, and to praise God. It's also easy to misunderstand words or to think we know more about them than we do. Each word has to be understood as it is used in its context. For example, when Mary sang her song and said, my soul magnifies the Lord, what did she mean? When we think of a magnifying glass, we think of something that makes something bigger or great. That can't possibly be what Mary meant. She cannot make God great. All she can do is recognize God as great. And that's what the word means. Similarly, it's easy to misunderstand a central word in our text, the word justify, which is similar to magnify. What does it mean that Abraham was justified? What does it mean that his faith was accounted for righteousness or justification? These two words that are basically the same in Greek. We use the word justify today when we use a computer. We can set the left and right edges of the text to be even, to be right, to make them right. But the word can't mean that in our text. We can't do things to make us righteous. Our works cannot make us right with God because they are never perfect. We are never without sin. As long as we live in this sinful world, we, everything we do will be tainted by our sin, and therefore we live always under God's condemnation because of our sin. And the book of Psalms and St. Paul in Romans tells us there is none righteous, no, not one. And if we are honest with ourselves, we will admit that. We stand before God as lost and condemned creatures. Sometimes we try to make ourselves look better than we are. We try to, try to justify ourselves. But that doesn't mean that we try to make ourselves better. It means we try to have others recognize us as better than we really are. There are two lessons in scripture that illustrate this well. A rich young ruler came to Jesus and asked, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Of course, Jesus knew the thoughts of this young man that he thought he was good enough for God by his works. So Jesus asked him, how do you read the commandments? The young man said, I've kept all the commandments. And Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor, 
and you will have treasure in heaven. That young man went away sad because his riches were too important to him. In another story, the Pharisee boasted of all his good works, all the great things he had done for God. And that poor, lowly tax collector sat in the back and didn't even dare raise his eyes to God. He simply prayed, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And yet Jesus tells us this, this lowly man, despised by the world, knowing his sins, went home justified. He trusted not in his own good deeds, but in God's mercy. He was justified. That can't mean that he did all kinds of good things to make himself righteous, but that he was regarded as righteous by God through believing what God told him. This is also what we hear in our text from St. Paul in Romans and from the Old Testament about Abraham. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. His righteousness was given to him from Jesus, who is perfect and holy and sinless in our place. Now, we who believe in God might try to grab onto that expression. He believed. Is faith something that we can do to become righteous, to be justified? Should we boast of our faith? Some of you have read the book Hammer of God, where that young pastor boasts, Sir, I'm a believer. I've given my heart to Jesus. And the older pastor reminds him of his sinful heart, that our sinful heart is like a rusty tin can. Does God need that? Would God want that? The Bible says Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. His faith was given to him. The Lord gave his promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, just as earlier he had given them to Adam and Abel and Noah. Faith simply trusts what God has promised and what God has done in sending a Savior in whom all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham certainly recognized his sins, his doubts, and the lies he had told. God told him to move away from his pagan homeland. God told Abraham that he would be the father of many nations, even though he and his wife were too old to have children. Abraham couldn't earn his way by having a child. In fact, Abraham and Sarah foolishly believed that Abraham should sleep with Sarah's servant girl to have a child. But Abraham's true faith is all God's work. Abraham could not boast, I chose to follow Yahweh, the God of the Old Testament. He couldn't boast, my faith was so strong because he had so many times of doubt, just as many of us do. But the Bible says Abraham believed God and was justified, was considered righteous. Abraham's faith and our faith, it's a gift from God. The Holy Spirit comes to our cold, stony heart and gives us a heart of flesh, as Ezekiel says. God, the Holy Spirit, breathes on our dry bones and we come to life again, spiritual life, which is really faith. And St. Paul writes, no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. When Peter confessed that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, Jesus told him, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, 
but my Father who is in heaven. Is your faith always strong? Mine isn't. Did you make a grand decision by your own power to be a Christian? Or did the Holy Spirit give you faith in baptism and hearing the word of God? Have you kept the Ten Commandments? Have you kept them perfectly? The Bible answers that for us, saying, there is none righteous, no, not one. But do you also believe in Jesus? Do you believe that he lived a perfect life and died an innocent death in your place? Do you believe that this saves you? Do you believe that your sins are forgiven? For that's what the Bible tells you. The Bible says, Christ died for you, a sinner. God justifies you, the ungodly. And therefore, through God's promise, you are justified, you are righteous. You stand washed and clean and pure and sinless before the almighty God. And therefore, you can live a blessed and happy life as a child of God in the sure hope and expectation of paradise restored. You believe God, and it is accounted to you for righteousness. God be praised for our Savior Jesus. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. Let us rise and pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs>